0: Is it? Right? Yes, it's recording. Hi, hello. My name is Ryan, and this is my podcast. Me and all my friends. You're back. It's week three. I'm in the. I'm recording this intro in the same, uh, very echoey room that I will maybe have to do something about, um, in the future. But guess what? It's only week three, baby. You got to make mistakes in the beginning. So by the end, you fix those mistakes, and then you can call it learning. That's what learning is, right? Right, Justin. I'm. It's, exactly. That's the, that's the right there, you go. This is, I'm only. It is only a little weird that I'm doing the intro in a in a room with someone who's reading a book. Uh, but I'm pretending I'm using my skills to to get over that. Let's talk about this week's episode. Let's let's do that. Why don't we? Uh, it's Kelly Riley, my good friend Kelly Riley, who's. I don't know if she's on the social. I guess she's on Instagram, but she's kind of uh, vacant from the internet. But she has been one of my best friends from college, as you'll hear and this is actually kind of a crazy um, conversation because we hadn't seen each other in almost two years Uh, and then she came over my apartment we um, I I put the mic up and I was like you know let's just start recording so this is literally a conversation of us kind of like re-getting to know each other um, after like a pretty extended uh, absence which is fun and and I think that you know we really get into some pretty good stuff it like gets pretty deep towards the end and, and hand it was good it was great she she's she's wonderful she i i think you're gonna really enjoy this one uh what else thank you for listening i guess uh the, the last two weeks have been you know really phenomenal and i've been so like humbled by all the people that have listened and commented reach out and all that and uh i'm really looking forward to you know maybe getting each and every one of you yes you the person that's listening to this uh on the on the thing at a certain point um that's it that's all I got. Make sure you please subscribe to it on on, on the iTunes or the the um, SoundCloud, and you know leave a comment. If you if you leave a comment, I'll read it. I'll read a review. I guess I guess a comment on SoundCloud or a review on iTunes. I'll read it. We'll talk about things uh, on right here on on the damn on the damn cast. Um, that's all I got for an intro. I gotta. I'm gonna get better at these. Like I said in the beginning, I'm gonna get better at these freaking intros and they're gonna be engaging and fun, but for now they're just long and draw out, and yeah, that's it. Enjoy Kelly Riley. it's a fun one. I'll see you next week. That? That's in it. Okay, I have, a little, I have a little thing that I say in the beginning, so I'm gonna do that. Okay. And also know that every episode so far, and probably until I'm better at this, Has begun with me talking about how there's an opening of a thing.
1: So I open every episode.
0: So. (gasps)
1: Use the promo code meundies20. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just gonna, um, uh, for my sponsors. Oh, and uh, you can put these apron. You're
0: also the first episode to, if you want the option of wearing headphones, you can, because I got a splitter. Okay. Uh, Hi. Hello. My name is Ryan, and I'm here today with. Kelly a, Riley. A girl who, oh, there you go. You're oh. the first person to fill in the blank. Okay. A girl who defies all, you should probably use this to put your drink onto, just to avoid, like, table. Um, a girl who defies all labels. I was, gonna, I was trying to think of it earlier today. I was like, what do I say? Do I say she's a producer, a comedian, a filmmaker, a writer a, of short stories?
1: this is great. This is actually very amazing. This is the the nicest way to frame someone's life who's doing a bunch of nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) You should tell this to my parents. (laughs) They're like, what do you do? I'm like, oh.
0: Just listen to the...
1: Listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. They'll think this is like... That this is like... Legit. Yeah. Legit. I mean, it is. It is.
0: Um, Well, yeah. So to paint the picture we're not we're currently well you stop but we got these the club long island iced teas in manhattans there's these like these little these little canned two dollar like malt liquor drinks i mean i gotta
1: come clean i opened this line of canned liquors on the side recently just to see just to see how far it would go we didn't no, even are... go
0: two minutes without a bit <laughs> we didn't even go two minutes without a bit
1: <laughs> i know I'm um, sorry. uh yeah no these are awful so then i opened something even better a barefoot <coughs> barefoot white zinfandel i gotta stop laughing i got two ice cubes in a full glass of white zinfandel so I'm not drinking it though. It's just sitting.
0: It's just it's just for the effect. Uh, okay, Ke- uh, Kelly Riley, Anyways. the girl, the, the the girl, the myth, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I like to start with like, you know, i because there's a bazillion. It's fun because like you, I know you better than I know almost anyone. That's I feel very like. That's true. Uh, but there's still like so many gaps. Right? Like in things that like you meet people, you talk to people, but you just like skip over certain parts of it.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh
0: but I like to start with how we met, which is actually
1: That's a great great story.
0: It's really specific. It's really specific. So
1: we're gonna talk over each other so much. This well is I'm making a the point best to not at. To. I know we're like <laughs> for those who can't see
0: So the year is two thousand eleven. Mm. We're both sophomores in college.
1: Yes, but you that? were had already been at NYU.
0: I had already been. You had just transferred, mm-hmm. and we were at an improv audition.
1: This was, but the, there were two different ones. Was this like the the cool one? Oh, there was or like two the different side ones. Side project.
0: There. I don't this know was how the much cool one. Like, yeah. there was... No,
1: no, 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 There was, like, the one that was, like, top-tier, worldwide, improv. And right.
0: there was another one, right? That
1: was, like, good. And then there was the one that was, like, how did they allow this
0: to happen? And... Well, it's yeah, worth- it
1: was, like... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was a, a Douglas Whidick. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, He's yeah, killing yeah. it. If he is killing it. <laughs> He's killing it. A guy that I've
0: never talked to once yeah, in my life.
1: Yeah, he used to be a friend of mine. But, yeah, that was... Uh, remember what it was called but they were like the the competition yeah and And we auditioned
0: for both of them yes and neither of us got into either of them no
1: i mean we were just far too advanced too many too too many years of improv yeah uh in front of the mirror (laughs) and we were like sitting up against a wall they made it like all feel very serious yeah people were like crammed Mm -hmm. and like the student center were like sitting against the wall and i think we had sketches we had written. Uh, Everyone was, like, looking at their sketches and, like, trying to not... It was, like, a very well-behaved group of people who were like, yeah. trying not to be pompous. Right. <laughs> like, I, no one was, like, talking to each other, weirdly. It was a weird environment. Like a normal audition room.
0: Well, especially for, like, a college, like, comedy group. What was that? Some noise. just asking what that was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was It sounded like a crash or something, uh, featuring. <laughs> um, so, well, so we meet at this comedy audition, and then we were like immediately friends. Yeah, it was
1: weird. Like we just were like, hi yeah (laughs) we started talking like you want to hang out after this and i was like i have no friends (laughs) i was like i literally just moved here and i live in a dorm and it's awful yeah sure and it was
0: like sophomore year so you'd already like settled into your friend group or whatever and i remember the first time we hung out was we went to you had a groupon
1: Scout mod A scout mod I I don't even know if that exists
0: And we went to go get empanadas And I thought that there was going to be peanuts in the empanadas Because I was so young (laughs) I was so young and out of touch with the world That I didn't know what an empanada was No And we got empanadas, and there's that picture of you with the mustache filter. Yes, this
1: Scout Mob app is like, it was like a weird Groupon-like thing where you could like, especially in New York, like get free things. So, Mm -hmm. of course, I was on it. I was like, you could get one free empanada in Hell's Kitchen. I had no idea where it was. We get on the train. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Ryan. We get on the train. Strangers. To get one baby empanada. (laughs) I didn't know you didn't know what it was. And then he turns (laughs) to me, we're like in line, and he's like, by the way, deathly allergic to peanuts, and I'm pretty sure this has peanuts in it, but I'm gonna eat it, and I don't have my EpiPen. Yeah, and that sounds like, like me. And it was like not deadpan, and it wasn't funny, and it was serious. And I, was like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell this person. <laughs> like, don't eat this.
0: And then it was a, a whirlwind friendship from there, I would say, because yes. like I would consider you, man. There's not even a poetic. I was considering a poetic way to like lead into this maybe later in our conversation but I would consider you like one of the you know handful of people in my life that I've met where it's like we met and it was like oh we totally get each other right
1: Weird, you were like my first real friend yeah because it was like I grew up and I had like my friends from like my church cult right (laughs) (laughs) like it was just like and I love them they're my Mm -hmm. friends to this day but like I don't think I ever made a friend like that like you right. do make like that's making a friend that's right like, as opposed felt, like kindergarten on the playground being like hey do you want to play with this ball yeah. sure and then like we became like stand by me friends and like <laughs> yeah. looked for a murder yeah <laughs> and, like had a crazy story it was really weird and i was like so happy because i was i was so scared in new york i was mm-hmm. 18 and so i was like
0: i have a friend this is <laughs> yeah. amazing yeah and we let's i'm trying to like trace the lines but they're so blurry we started a sketch group pretty soon after that because we like
1: everything was immediately
0: yeah because like we both man that's so weird that it was so immediate yeah
1: there was no like oh and then i hung out with you like ran into you it was like you who are to this day like bombarded me (laughs) instantly with like anything you've ever thought of and i didn't know how to like i didn't even know what to do i just said yes to everything you're like i have a sketch group you're gonna come tomorrow and the meetings at midnight in the library and i was like yeah totally cool yeah and I like, and show up and then like we had a sketch
0: group yeah and you were like because i was making youtube videos at the time but you were really like you and the other guys and gals in that group which is called comrade dolphin yes it was like our first baby our little kids. yeah our baby little sketch group You guys were, like, the first people that I was, like, making things with, like, consistently, where it wasn't just, like, oh, this is me in a bedroom making a thing, or this isn't just, like, an assignment or something like that. It was, like, no, we're, like, people meeting extracurricularly to make something.
1: Yeah, that was crazy to me, because that was, like, magic in my head, like, growing up wanting to do SNL. Or make movies. Like I really didn't understand. It wasn't magic. I mean, mm-hmm. even going, I wasn't even going to film school. I yeah. was studying to be a teacher. I still didn't. You were in film school, right?
0: I remember that. Oh yeah, my god, I, was I totally to remember a that. Special ed teacher, right.
1: which was great. And I just really thought making things was magic. Yeah. I didn't know that I could sit in a room with people and write. I right. don't know why I didn't, but I wrote. But I didn't know these things. So like immediately, I felt like so weird because I was like, god, I thought you guys were like
0: this mystical like, thing yeah no that's I, that's like a good thing the preface is that you didn't even go to nyu being like i'm gonna be a filmmaker or i'm gonna be a creative person you were totally like other fields
1: yeah like i was gonna act and do that on the side right because that's like how i thought you did it sure i didn't think you could just like actually just make do it anything you could do man that's crazy yeah, so i, I didn't i forgot teacher. about that Well, that's a great thing. I would love to teach, but (laughs) But but, things change.
0: uh, Because then within that year, you had transferred, or was it the next year?
1: Yeah, I applied to transfer in the spring the semester so that, sum- that summer is when right. i started and i got in and i yeah. was like i'll never forget that day yeah like i did when i decided to transfer to film school because mm-hmm. i was with you guys all the time and i was like what am i doing like this is all i do i want to do this i started to understand it and i applied and within like three weeks i was in awesome and so i started in the summer and then that's
0: man that was a crazy that. fall then
1: yeah, it was bizarre. And I almost left.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I too. I packed
1: up and left. I remember You
0: gave me your spice rack because you were sure you were gonna leave and I had your spice <laughs> it was rack. So dumb I, but then, <laughs> like
1: the weirdest, I was like, you can have my spice.
0: But then you the best I, part was yeah. you took it back.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, it's like eh. it was an expensive I was, spice. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I was like, listen, I was gone less than three weeks. I packed up everything uh-huh. and I moved back. I don't even really remember why. I mean your mental health when you're like 18 it's just like it's not the,
0: the great Yeah. The...
1: And I I remember Trevor, who was in our group, we were mm-hmm. hanging out and like walking, went to UCB and we're like walking, had like a bagel at like <laughs> one in the morning. And we, I was just like so sad. I mean, we would all hung out, but I will just like never forget that night being like, I've made a mistake. Why am I yeah. leaving New York? I was like so afraid. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and took my spice rack back. <laughs> I was like, I'm back <laughs> and I need my <laughs> oregano.
0: And then... So let's see So then there was So you were in film school And then the next year I was studying abroad So we didn't I feel like that third year of school We didn't hang out quite as much I guess kind of in the spring we did right because we weren't doing the sketch thing anymore. I was gone.
1: Sketches started because everyone went to study abroad. Yeah. That uh 2012. That
0: 2012 one. So yeah. So we
1: were going really strong. Everyone writing. Yeah. Creating. We got on the front page of Buzzfeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it was gonna dwindle down, but we all had high hopes. And That'll there keep was it like, going, yeah. there was that. I always try to. I always forget my little metaphor for the fight. There was like that epic like that sketch we were making with the Bop It yeah we all got in a psycho fight because no one was anything it wasn't like oh Ryan is the director yeah Kelly is the writer we were all really good at collaborating and then slowly but surely it kind of unwound someone wanted to be this, someone wanted to be that, and then everyone's egos went out of control. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and there was, like, a few sketches you and I filmed where we fought so instantly. There was, like, the yeah. presidential one uh-huh. when we were, like, in Central Park. I just started screaming. <laughs> I was supposed to be this, like like, weird... Yeah, weird edition, yeah. Something really stupid. Yeah, I remember And were, like, screen fighting, and everything, like, started to just, like, disintegrate, and slowly but surely, everyone, like, stopped, like... We stopped, yeah. And, that, that was weird. And I just remember, I... My final moment was, I had designed the logo, uh-huh. and then... I don't know whose names I should name. Like, it's so dramatic. Oh, but then they had someone else <laughs> someone design a like, new logo. took my logo and made it better. Yeah. Which, it did look better, yeah. but I was so... I was like, no one even told me Yeah, this. I'm out... <laughs> this is creatively infringing on me, <laughs> and then everyone studied abroad, so yeah. it was just like so it kind of really died out. Well, that so was like stupid.
0: that like Conrad Dolphin thing was definitely like the first like legit like not that it was legitimate really at all, but it was like the first time it was like here's a thing that we have and it's ours, yeah. and then also it ended like it yeah. was a weird lesson and just yeah. like oh well, you gotta just keep moving you know because like you yeah. can't like like and and honestly like to this day. Like, I would love to work with any of those oh, people. Oh, totally. They were all, they're all totally. incredible. And we're all, like, I mean, a yeah. few of them are out here. Like, Ben is out here. Yeah. Uh, ben. Brennan is kind of out here. I did
1: something with Scott Herkman a while ago. Um, I felt bad. He, he's been, like, really – he's got his own little group and stuff. Yeah. And so well, he's a lot gonna... of people had stayed very,
0: you know – But we're all, like, doing well, stuff. Well, yeah, everyone's yeah. doing something. Yeah. But
1: I think in the sketch comedy – Scene, mm-hmm. um, I think we all kept trying, but I don't think everyone realized also what they were trying to do,
0: right? And it was like early, that's interesting. That, like, I don't know, I think about that like time and that like group, and that's like so specific and so like important. I feel like to like who Oh, totally. I like, event like I am now, and I'm eventually like that was I- like
1: college the best way I could have ever had college, yeah, like we were really making things yeah. and no matter if they were good or not we were like really really working hard yeah and like putting a lot of people together and i mean like our we had good sketches yeah like, there was we, good stuff we yeah. did things and i mean it didn't matter if it was if it ended i was just like that was
0: it was good to have yeah um so okay so we're so we're there that's like that was like the pinnacle of like early our friendship i would say yeah. but yeah.
1: Because we were like besties in that. There was like a weird kind of like... Everyone was friends, but there was kind But there of was like, like a... Who was like someone's like... At the end of the day, who would you defend? Yeah, <laughs> Almost yeah. like if it all fell apart. And we were like the like almost angry besties who, yeah. were like, <laughs> who were like constantly at war. But also then like if someone would like ever say anything, I'd be like, don't you dare. Yeah. We wrote this sketch. Yeah. And then we'd be fighting and then it would be great. Um There was a crazy dynamic with
0: everyone there was
1: and then everyone left
0: and then everyone left but so so to go back so these are the things that like okay so now like even this is literally just going to be me trying to fill in the gaps that i like generally don't know or don't remember because it's okay. been a while so you're from san diego originally yes very proud of that yes because you like you love talking about san diego i do
1: I think that's my nickname, too. San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm on some weird sports team. (laughs) Someone
0: smacks my ass every day. Hey, San Diego. (laughs) Hey, get over here. It's pretty clever. And so you're from San Diego. And you got to... So you're... You want to walk me through it? (laughs) Like being born in San Diego to like us meeting at NYU. Like what's like the general um, deal?
1: On a dark and stormy night in
0: October. Oh, I've always (laughs) felt like your like family life and your like personal life was like very ambiguous even when we were like hanging out like every day i always was like oh Kelly, there's things I don't know about Yeah,
1: Kelly. that's what's so funny. I've actually been realizing that a lot lately. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm such an open person. Yeah. And I talk about everything. I'll talk to people and connect to people. And then I realize I'm like, I have this weird... I don't know if this is the right word, like enigma, where I'm like, yeah. where I'm just like, do people even know who I am? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like people are very confused sometimes and I like don't know even where to begin, especially in college. I mean, I came... There mm-hmm. from San Diego, and mm-hmm. I had like my off and on boyfriend from high school, and then my parents had just gotten divorced, and I'm the oh really I
0: I thought your parents were divorced like had been long since divorced.
1: They I suppose well, I guess maybe it was more fresh maybe for like two years. Okay, they had been divorced, and so a lot of those things like as much as I'd be open about, mm-hmm. I like was trying so hard to have my life yeah so like that I think that was just I guess on an anecdote of that it was just like really funny because as much as I always think I'm open I get that all the time like recently people are coming to me like I don't know really anything about you I'm like what are you talking about (laughs) I talk to you for like I talk your head off for like eight hours Mm -hmm. what am I saying but yeah my whole family um you got a big family too yeah I have three younger siblings Mm
0: -hmm. and Are they all? Do you all have the same mother and father? Yeah. So we
1: all have the same mother and father, even though I used to tell my brother that he was shipped from Stockholm and I made him cry (laughs) for years. That's funny because he's a huge bully.
0: It's funny because my youngest sister, we used to tell her that she's from Yugoslavia. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we used to, like, yeah, we used to harangue her all the time about that. (laughs) Poor
1: baby siblings, and they're just, like, subject. I used to ask my brother Chandler, I asked him to give me his name because I liked it better, (laughs) and he just was like, he wanted to like marry me like that's how close we were he loved like in that kind of like yeah common, you know Before I you, have my you, sissy yeah. like we're like four <laughs> years old and I was like give me your name basically yeah <laughs> and, like I he just totally did and I felt so bad and I was like all right I like went by Chandler for like a month I was like you can call me Chandler so I'm a really good sister um no yeah so San Diego always my family's been there forever I never really thought about it mm-hmm. until I moved to New York. I always wanted to move to New York, yeah. and then I got there, and I was like, I love San Diego, yeah. <laughs> and I like cried every single day. And I was like, this is just a one big bucket of pee, <laughs> and like this is—I seriously was just like, there's vomit in my blood. This is horrible. Like, this is
0: vomit in your blood.
1: That's really what was going on. And I had like, hor- like you guys were the only true good thing. Like being your friend. I mean, NYU is amazing, but we also did like. Crazy things. You like weirdly like brought life to a whole nother level. Like we oh. <laughs> like went to like New York Film Festival and met Wes Anderson. Yeah, I remember went to that? The after party. Mm-hmm. You know all this crazy stuff. And then did I get
0: you into an after party? <laughs>
1: I'm kind of glad you don't remember this because yet again we got some hilarious fight.
0: Oh, I I do remember that. I ditched you.
1: Oh, I I do remember that. Oh my God. Yeah, it was so it was so much fun. I like ditched you and I was like hanging out with Bobby Moynihan. You came over and you were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "This is Bobby." (laughs) You were sitting on his lap.
0: (laughs) That is a memory I don't even have at all.
1: (laughs) And then we were screaming at 7 a.m. outside whatever where. We were, and you left in a cab without me, and I had no idea where I was. It was like, I don't know, two months being there. I remember I peed in a subway station. (laughs) I didn't have my phone or anything. I got home and I called my dad, and I was like, Guess what? I just went to an SNL after party and peed in a subway station. And he was like, That's amazing. And I just was like so happy. And then, like, two days later, we're like, Hey, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, never I never to speak of it
0: again. I re- that's funny because that's totally a memory I had pushed all the way out of my brain. Because I works. remember, like, well, we have very like similar like big attention seeking personalities.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's why that's where the fights. I, I hate saying fights so much. No, but we
0: fought a lot. We, yeah, there, but there, it was we, like we,
1: we, purely a att- horrible
0: narcissism. But it's <laughs> so worth. It, it's also like worth noting that there was a year of our lives where we didn't speak to each other at all. And it was last year. Yeah, last year. Because <laughs> it... it like, we... Whatever. We don't need to talk about that. But, the, but like, I remember I brought you and I, like, felt like you were, like, embarrassing me. It's, yeah. It's, you
1: were, like, these are the people I work with. And I was, like, Ryan, they were talking to me. Yeah. You brought me here. Am I gonna... What am I gonna do? Yeah. I, I've always... And, and I was just, like, so confused. And I was, like, they want to hang out. Like, I'm just hanging yeah. out with them. And <laughs> it just got wasted. I was, like, still, like, 18, 15 yeah. years old. And I was, like, do you not understand? Well, I, <laughs> I'm taking advantage of this.
0: I was always like really I've always been like really sensitive about like everything yeah, like, and, like and like and to the point where like I'm so in my own head that when I feel like someone is like crossing m- whatever the line is in my head mm-hmm. I'm immediately like on it like yeah. it and I feel like I'm it's something I'm still working on right oh, like
1: we're that's we're we're exactly the same like that, yeah everything is like you feel everything at yeah
0: once, yeah and it's great sometimes but it sucks sometimes where it's like with that where it's like i should have just like either talked to you in a rational way or like just dealt with it but <laughs> but and now i could probably manage it in a right. in a different way but it, it
1: but it was just all the fabric of everything it's the fabric like memory, yeah. it was just like the funny things about all these things were it was like all everything was so sensitive and emotional out there always where or- as far as I yeah. know that it just like everything was super easy to get over like there's yeah. fights with friends where you're like screw this this is yeah. a waste of time and then it'd be like I don't know it was like weird you right. think about it then later it'd be like well, Haha. Well, it, it, <laughs> like it, it, we went to an SNL after party <laughs> that's pretty much all that matters
0: it, it's well it's either it's like a funny combination this is Again, these are just the things that like I feel like I could say in front of you that like would be I'd be hard pressed to say in front of other people. But I feel like we've had this like funny relationship. and mean, we got to catch back up to where we were. But but we've had this funny relationship where it's been destructive to like a destructive point, but we've always come back to each other in this way where it's just yeah. like yeah, but, like, we understand each other and get each other in this way where we kind of got to yeah, be playing it off each other. Yeah, we also
1: say sorry, too. Like, we're just, like, eventually you're, like, oh, I'm going to actually own yeah. up. It's not, like, yeah. oh, sorry, blah, 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 like, actually own up, being, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was a jerk, and, I mean, I guess that's what you get with being actually open with people. Yeah. you can have to- so many friends where you have the best times and you're such good friends, but then you, like, never want to, like... Do anything or say anything, yeah. and then you end up being like, I've never actually told them that they drive me insane. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like,
0: well, that's linked. the thing is that like we've even and even when you know the periods that we we've been fighting or haven't talked or anything, like we're not like 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 I don't try to hide from that. You know, it's it's right.
1: It wouldn't be like I would never admit to being.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's and there's so
1: many weird things. Well, and
0: that's like a rare thing I think to have in like a friendship. Um, and
1: then for all the crazy things, then any time that I was like ever like s- crying and yeah. paralyzed crying, <laughs> you were there, and then I went, okay, well, then if someone can be there for that, that means right. all that other stuff was like good.
0: Um. So <laughs> now that we've got
1: emotional it, wrecks. Now that we've
0: got, <laughs> and now a message mo-
1: from our sponsors.
0: Yeah. Um. So okay. So 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 college. So San Diego College. Your yes. parents get divorced. You have yeah. five siblings. You. So talking about you going to NYU and you going to, or and you eventually like going to school for filmmaking and performing and and you did you know improv and sketch and acting and it, it, you've done like a lot of different things. It would. It, it, is there a seed of that like were you doing that at a younger age or was that more of like a recently developed or not i mean not recently at this point but
1: like... yeah my whole life and like i said i really thought everything was magic so in my yeah. head i was like i don't know what a screenplay is sure. or how a screenplay gets made it was like literally the magic screenplay man you know like Steven Spielberg I like new directors like I was like that kid who like the first time I saw Royal Tenenbaums like when I was a kid didn't know what it was wasn't watching Wes Anderson Didn't I just probably went on HBO and I wasn't allowed to and watched (laughs) it and I like was like wait someone did this I remember when I started like going online and figured out IMDB Mm -hmm. and so like that started to like I mean I'm sure all of us have done this, yeah. but in my head, like I just wasn't that kid who was like i'm making movies, yeah." but I would I, I wrote plays always my whole life and all these things and I was always acting always performing always seeking attention Yeah. <laughs> you know anything everything was a character my whole life was a character like I would spend like entire seasons of sports I played as like a character like my volleyball coach one year called me Svetlana because I refused to not speak in a Russian accent <laughs> like it was just like my thing was always to go like full blown method mm-hmm. but it, I don't know it's so funny to look back and go like I just didn't like I had my idols mm-hmm. I mean, snl was pretty much my like worship yeah that was probably the one place i actually knew so i had all my you know comedic idols and you know i just loved i would come to school i went to this small christian school for a while and me my friend blake and chloe my childhood best mm-hmm. friends and we're still friends to this day we would reenact every snl episode <laughs> every day and that was like our thing and like getting we would like test each other we would like perform and test each other so we I had all these things but until I went to New York I wanted to do all that and that's why I was at the audition to improv but I had no concept like Mm -hmm. there's those kids who are just like they knew what UCB was from day one and they're like 35 millimeter and like all that stuff but so, yeah, when I came, but I was still studying to be a teacher, and it really wasn't until I was with you guys and, like, actually being in New York where I went, wait, this is, like, mm-hmm. not that it's not hard. I was just, like, wait, you can actually do Do
0: things, things. yeah. What? Well,
1: this I... isn't just, like, it's still magic to me, but... But
0: it's, like... Well...
1: I, I, I learned that I could write, and it could be a screenplay. Yeah. That all the weird things I wrote could actually... Be a thing. Be, you know tailored yeah. and put to something it's not just steven spielberg right and some magical elves <laughs> make <laughs> films or like the cool kid who works on movies
0: well that's something that like it's interesting because i haven't not that i know like a bunch of people that this is the case or anything like that but it seems like over the years there's definitely been a few people like either from my high school or from wherever that i've talked to that like i talked to them and they're like jazzed on movies they're jazzed on making things and then they it stops, right? It just gives, yeah. they, it gives up, and so it, it it is funny that like, and maybe you know if you give, a, it's like that Jerry Seinfeld thing, right? Like, where the advice he would tell comedians is that they should stop because, like, if, <laughs> if had never yeah, you've never heard this story. No. That if comedians asked Jerry Seinfeld his advice for up and coming comedians, he would say, "Stop doing comedy. You're not going to make it." Jesus. And if in the face of Jerry Seinfeld telling you you would stop, you should stop, you kept going. Then you had it right, like that, like right. it, it, it's that tough right. love kind of thing. Um, but like you know, so maybe if you stop or you give up, maybe you, you don't necessarily like have the, right. the the unstable structure that's necessary to like try to do the things that we're trying to do. But the just the idea that like I wish there was more of like a resource or more of like a like a calling card to just like no, listen, like you can remain yeah. weird and fun and, and be happy and do all these things and not feel like you need to concede in a million other ways yes. and not that there's anything wrong with being a teacher or or being i don't know an accountant right. or, or something it's, like it's that it's like
1: the bad thing like what's your backup plan and it's like well there is no backup plan. yeah i can have multiple passions but yeah it's not like a you know we all go through hard things and you work all kinds of jobs but that doesn't mean that's a backup plan a a really weird fine line between being like i'm just gonna completely quit and never write anything again and do xyz as my backup it's just like you either do it or don't well that's that (laughs) also kind of
0: like makes me think about something that i've been thinking about a lot more recently especially with like working with a few people that i've been working with is that like this idea that like so many people's especially like in los angeles and new york is it's all film industry it's all like it's all similar whatever um is that so many people are like well i need to write the thing make the thing that's going to get me the thing and so many people's like idea of success and idea of like happiness is like the end result of something right whereas like if you think about that you can't guarantee the end result of anything, right? Like, you can't guarantee perception. You can't guarantee who sees something or what happens or anything. All you can guarantee is what you can make and that what you can feel. So if if, if you, like, and not that this is an easy thing at all, it, but if you can, like, switch your idea of success to perception or into to, like, intention and to... The things that you, you can guarantee, then all of a sudden it's like... Right. You're constantly successful, right? Yeah, because someone, you, if you can guarantee your success, then you will be successful.
1: Well, right. It's yeah. like that's the whole... It's funny. I just... This is reminding me a while back, way back, uh, mm. someone had set me up to meet up with uh, Danny Strong. He wrote a... Or he created... A, he's very famous and very talented (laughs) Uh, created what the heck I'm blanking Uh, that show the show uh, with Terrence Howard that's on that everyone's obsessed with Empire 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 Empire. and wrote uh, the film with Julian Moore which is a politician I'm being horrible right now he's very talented
0: sure great great. guy Uh, the
1: Sarah Palin game change game change okay Uh, really great resume and all these things that he was saying you know for so long he was writing he was like almost trying to write like comedies Mm -hmm. that were popular yeah let me write a popular comedy because that's what people want yeah and he was writing them and writing them and writing them just writing what like was on the market yeah and he said then eventually he started writing what he knew Mm -hmm. he liked writing about politics he said yeah and so he started writing politics movies and doing the research and game change yeah begin game still, change yeah, he's still, and you know he'd been writing forever and so that was his advice when I was, I was lucky to just even sit down for an hour and meet with sure, the writer sure, just sure, sure. success and he was just like yeah you have to write things you know and mm-hmm. that you want to write yeah you maybe will strike gold and like write a Will Ferrell movie but like yeah. if you're just writing because you're like oh, let me write Minions 3 <laughs> <laughs> like you're not gonna write Minions 3 yeah you know? whatever like I'm gonna cash in on this like yeah you have to, like, that's why weird movies get made or things like that, because yeah. someone was writing them.
0: Exactly. Well, that's like the thing. Someone is- was
1: doing them, and that's how those weird comedies even began. It. it yeah. It's not always a factory. They might have seven movies after The Hangover yeah. or something that was a success, but, like, that was, like, really basic good advice yeah. to go, oh, because I think I was trying to do that. Like, mm, I'm just gonna try to write like a vampire
0: movie. Sure, like, sure, sure, I sure. Write, I think
1: we talked about that a while ago, like I was like, I figured it out. Like I'm gonna write this like crazy zombie movie and blah 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 blah. Did you know I wrote that? Oh yeah, you did. And I yeah. remember I was so I don't know mad. if I ever sent it to you. I was so mad you were like, I'm gonna write it and I was yeah, like, I did. You stole my idea i <laughs> you're forgot. on the, co- the you're on the cover though. You're like, on the- I'll give you a story that <laughs> was like That's happened three times oh of course I was like forget this Um, but yeah so you know like I was like but I don't write those like you can write that so you wrote it but I was like I don't write zombie movies and that's okay that doesn't make someone less of a person if you're not able like to write any any sort of thing like you I'm not saying you couldn't but if that's not your thing and you're wasting your time on a zombie movie when you could write
0: something else
1: what you want that's well and
0: it's so tricky because you at at the same time and I don't know if it's a matter of being like knowledgeable of what you're getting into, or just being accountable for what you're getting into. If that does that make That's sense? You, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, like if you want to write only what you want to write, and what you want to write is three-hour-long dramas about astronauts, right? Or whatever. Like you need to just own up to that and not shy away from like. Oh, here's like why is no one like loving right. this thing, you know?
1: Or even I'm remembering now the same man Danny Strong said he was even like uh picked to do the Hunger Games. Oh, he wow. was like hunger game you know, it's yeah. funny how those things happen, but yeah too, you write all these things and then people start picking people up for that. Yeah. You might go, be you're up to the challenge, like, cool, I'm gonna yeah. write the Hunger Games or whatever. Like that can be the double edged sword where it yeah. works where then you do your thing, but then you might be like, "Oh, write The Hunger Games." Like you could write The Hunger Games, yeah. right? Like where you just like all of a sudden there's like weird. But that's I don't know. That's a special person. Yeah, yeah. You're someone who writes prolifically. Yeah, <laughs> might I have just like constantly, <laughs> constantly, constantly. So I I don't even know per se myself mm-hmm. fully because if you're not writing an insane amount. Doesn't mean you're not a writer, but no. writers write, so yeah. you're not just. Authors. Well, there's
0: also, I think, a lot of people that like do something like not too often, but it hits, you know.
1: Yeah, there's just savants. Yeah. Who are like seriously, you wrote one script and it's the great, you know, it's American the, movie. It's the Great Gatsby. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, great, that's so fun, that's so nice.
0: Um, okay, so we got a little off track. It doesn't matter. There's no okay. off track. There, there was no track to begin with. Um. So okay, so screenplays—that was good. I'm I'm glad we talked about like screenplays and stuff. You're the first person I've really talked about screenplays with on this thing. Um, so so college, blah blah blah. Let's talk about okay. So you go. So we go to college. We're friends. Now I'm like trying to like reel back into like what the groove that we were because I want to. There's things. There's things that again I don't necessarily even know. Uh, so so college happens. You graduate. Now what are you up to? Just for the sake of like what the, the present questions.
1: or right can I tell one story right now? Yeah, it? no, no,
0: no, no, no. The, the, bring us, bring us up to date. Tell okay. stories, whatever you need to do.
1: So I graduated. I graduated really quickly, and I graduated in the winter time, mm-hmm. so it was like really anticlimactic because mm-hmm. <laughs> was a no ceremony. Like, yeah, like school ended, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay, well I'm gonna like go home, I guess. And like yeah. not everyone did, or so it was kind of weird. And I was planning to stay, mm-hmm. but like I was going to be completely, completely cut off. You know, my grandparents paid, you know, X ex- for my apartment, yeah. and part of my school, and that was like my one thing. And I worked, and mm-hmm. that was really awesome. But then I knew I was going to have to take care of if I lived in New York or yeah. not. So I went, and a friend I went to uh, who was at NYU also, Cole, mm-hmm. became my roommate in my studio apartment, which you stayed in. And as you know, that I did was, stay there very small, yeah. you know, two twin beds against a wall and so I got him as a roommate and I was like hitting the ground running on mm-hmm. like applying to jobs anywhere I was super open LA but I was really hoping to get a job here I app- er, in New York, York I applied to like 300 jobs and I was <laughs> exhausted, I was like nannying ev- for like five different families every hour of the day to get my money my money and then one night I applied for a job for a like Famous production company, famous couple, needs nanny, and office person. Like one of those typical like ridiculous a million responsibilities for famous people. So I just apply. I'm like, great. I'm a nanny. I'm like literally a mother. This is perfect. (laughs) I get a response within like four hours. Mm -hmm. I wake up. And it turns out it was for Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann. Whoa. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh. And they were like, oh the guy was like super interested, blah blah blah. Can we talk on the phone? Wait,
0: who were you who was the guy that you were talking to?
1: Like the, I...
0: like his manager or something like that?
1: No, it was like someone who worked in the office. Okay. Like someone who probably was like my peer, but a little bit high. like yeah. the hiring person. Like it wasn't Judd or it was, like yeah. Judd the Judd's but it was representation. Someone, someone at Judd's company. Someone yeah. who ever works there at yeah. Apatow. And it was like super awesome, we were talking, and I was like, yeah, I'm from like LA, San Diego, and like I could totally move out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We had this great conversation, he was like, well, we'd love to have you, like we can do like a week trial type of thing, and then that's just to see if we're all a good fit, fairly mm-hmm. normal, and so I was like, well, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna like pretty much like move out, like, you know, as mm-hmm. the opportunities come, like I'll move out, um, so I could come like next week. Because I was in this kind of like, I was going to move or not. So I was like, this is perfect. Like, I'm going to move back. He was like, great, that's perfect timing. Come in and we'll start our week and hopefully this is great. So I like, pack. I mean, this is a majority of my fault. I I have now grown up a little and known that this is not this guy's fault. but i like pack up in a frenzy i'm like i'm gonna legit move instead of just like leaving my stuff Mm -hmm. and like having someone else or like cole could have paid the rent i like pack up and like throw up a throw a bunch of stuff away and like leave in three days i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm out i'm working for (laughs) Chad apatow all you idiots in new york like suck it like, I'm going to be giving Leslie Mann coconut juice. Like, I was just like, I'm going to be trampolining with, like, Iris or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maude and Iris. And I move and I call the guy and i like, don't hear back mm-hmm. for, like, two days. And I'm like, that's weird. But he said to come Wednesday. I'm like, hey, you know, meet Wednesday or whatever. And I finally hear from him. And I knew. I was like, you fool. Yeah. Like you did this in a frenzy you do this all the time where you just like pack up I'm like one of those people I'll like make a split second decision sure pack up and he's like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry like we've been meeting with someone else and like they're gonna stay with them mm-hmm. like within two days and I was like and he was like, but welcome back to LA, like, have fun, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was like, again, not his fault, but in theory, I was still like, you told me to come for a week yeah. and try this out, and so I lost my mind, and of course, I was humiliated because I seriously was like, bah, Yeah. And so I was like, what am I going to do? I just moved from New York. I cannot just go back there now. Sure. Like, I, I can't. What am I going to do? This is humiliating. So... I, like, within a few weeks, I ended up getting this, like, corporate gig that a professor had set me up on, and I came back to New York, Mm -hmm. they wanted me for, like, three weeks, and then they ended up hiring me for, like, a permalance thing two months later, and so I moved back, Mm -hmm. which was great, because I I needed to be back in New York, I think I need to, like, sew my my oats, or whatever the phrase is, and so I've been freelancing, and, Mm -hmm. and ever since, and I've always additionally in all this time worked with vinyl foot my mom and dad jason mm-hmm. tiffany and so i've been doing stuff with them forever they're my family we're doing a documentary tiffany's directing on kevin o'quan makeup artist he's pretty much he created the 90s supermodel so okay you see a 90s image of a supermodel it's kevin's hand. hand in it yeah. true auteur of fashion and beauty and mm-hmm just amazing and he died tragically and so this is kind of the can- there's not much on his life so this is a canon of his life. And cool. It's a beautiful story I've been working on it for almost four years now. Wow. And so that's been awesome so everything in between freelancing on God knows what and I yeah. like always the one thing I've learned in these past few years is I always said like in school like I always wanted to write always mm-hmm. yeah. but in my head I thought I wanted to have another skill, so I thought oh I'm going to edit and I can edit but you get beat out instantly because people are like making explosions yeah. you know i just can't do that yeah and then i was like producers are insane yeah. insane like why would you ever want to be a producer and i'm producing <laughs> i like just accidentally fell into it and it's been awesome because i was like this is like it's almost made writing better because mm-hmm. once you understand how a film gets made sure. or a show or anything you're yeah. like i'm sometimes you know how to write with like proper limitations but that opens up your writing because you go okay great i know yeah. what i can do so that's been really helpful to do with writing because it's just kind of, like, completely separate but also yeah. related. So that's kind of what happened there. But I only tell the Judd Apatow story because I think it's so funny that I was <laughs> so stupid to think that I could just move across the country mm-hmm. and that I'd be palling around with Judd, and that's it. That's it. Then I'd be on Girls, and I'd be with Lena Dunham.
0: I'd like to think that, like someday soon you'll meet Judd.
1: oh yeah i i have so many so many like visions of like one day that happening and like me telling him like how hilarious that i moved across the country being like i'm just gonna like <laughs> i'm just here with right towels but you know i think it all worked out because you know it doesn't it always within works. like two months i was like this is fine yeah. but it's just more i think we both share that like i was like bass like it was, yeah. like when you're just like later yeah but yeah so i've just been doing producing which is crazy i, I really enjoy it yeah. writing uh, i'm not as much as you <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but i have my movie and things like that that i think i need to probably spearhead more
0: what okay so is there well okay so this is a two-part question so is there any particular project or thing you've done like could be like a general thing like the website or something like that is there anything you've done that you're like the most proud of and why and then additionally is there like a project or a thing that you're just like i'm going to define my life by you know this ultimate thing that i have that i want to do
1: that's a great question. I think it's both. Yeah. I think when I wrote my film, um, called "The Official Rio," I'm like, "What? Is, which one is it called?" <laughs> the Official Rio document, and it's about the Heaven's Gate cult.
0: Right. So, I remember that you yeah. did. Well, you did a short film about yeah.
1: this. Yeah. So I, what I did was I thought it was all brilliant, mm-hmm. and I remember like uh, filmmaker Sean Durkin, who did Martha Marcy May Marlene.
0: Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. Guys. That's a cool film. Did he ever follow yeah. that up?
1: You know, I don't know.
0: I did you ever meet did it. you meet him?
1: No, I I was trying to because yeah. I was just kind of like when you're in film school like the things you do are incredible. And I kind of <laughs> missed that cuz I was just like so willing to like yeah. balls to the wall all the time like contact filmmakers like yeah. for, that's how I like met with Danny Strong like where I was just like any connection I could I just was trying to meet any writer any way yeah. you know that I could and yeah. so I was trying to meet with him cuz they had made a short before that called merry last scene
0: yes and that that. was
1: what how i understood it and what i read was that they made the short and packaged it with the screenplay Mm -hmm. so that the short could be watched as like kind of tone in the film and then go with the screenplay and that was kind of like an amazing business plan to me because i thought first you can make a short that's amazing yeah then have your film and thus get your film made yeah So I was able to do, like, the advanced uh, We Make Your Thesis film. At
0: NYU. At NYU. Senior year, the whole thing. Senior year, my
1: experimental short.
0: Was it experimental? And it
1: was experimental. I had my whole, like, Dogma 95. I was, like, very... I went the experimental route at NYU. So I I think because... I, I mean i really love i took an experimental class yeah. and then i instantly was just like i'm gonna go that route sure. <laughs> and you know did you know that
0: it's... did you know my junior year at nyu i took ex- nyu experimental and i pitched and i didn't get it really yeah isn't that I don't fun i remember that isn't that fun yeah
1: was it the full year thing
0: uh no it was a half year
1: yeah I, I think it's kind of weird how it's like that i thought you had to like get in before because it almost no. made it feel useless there but was i didn't know until I you was pitched in.
0: within the first week or two yeah. so you had time to transfer out right and i pitched and i didn't get it and i made the film independently
1: but what's so funny about that is is like everyone thinks they're all hardcore when they go in yeah. and like so many sp- not that you were just like so mm. many people's films i'm like what mm. is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go and end up making it, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, so I, like, I ended up making exactly the film that I wanted to make. It's not that, that good, but... Matters. I mean, it's pretty good.
1: See, I did it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Your film's good, though. You, you did, well, did the
1: yeah, I did. I mean, I, yeah, I should not knock it. No, it's bad. a good film.
0: I like it a lot. Is I it online just, at all?
1: No, you know, I got really weird about it. I think I had a huge... That's a whole story within itself. Blow up with my crew. Because mm-hmm. I was a little disrespected. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a weird Napoleon complex of like I didn't like grow up and know every single bit and piece of film. And sure. the guys I worked with, I loved them, super talented, but they just like, if I thought differently, it was like I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. So it kind of was like a wreck. And I had a very specific like, my Dogma 95 manifesto, that that was the whole point of what do you Wait, what do you,
0: what do you mean by Dogma 95? So
1: Dogma 95 was... uh Danish filmmaker kind of manifesto, like Lars von Trier, sure, and a group of them in back in the 90s when it was kind of getting back, they wanted to get back to the roots of filmmaking sure, and just make it raw, because when digital was happening, you know, everything could be more crazy. It was kind of like, all sound had to be recorded, you know, there was no added editing, no yeah. lights, everything had to be natural, okay. it had to be set and present. I just kind of like to wanted to work in those confines for sure. my experimental idea and they just didn't like that. Yeah. And I was like, why are you here? Like we've I've been producing this for like a year. Mm-hmm. You agreed to this. You don't need to be here. Huge blow-up. You know, I filmed it on 35mm. Yeah, I was like 10000 dollars a debt. I was a complete <laughs> idiot.
0: cinematography is awesome though. Oh, it's oh, the beautiful. They're great. awesome.
1: It was just one of those like emotional kind of like lost my mind and then my like, Ex-boyfriend was in it And I was like I don't wanna look at this <laughs> And you know It really is an awesome testament And I'll never feel more proud And that was always my thing Of like You made something Yeah Like well, how could anyone Like you're, That's what happened It's a hard thing Well I but, feel
0: I feel almost the exact same way About my end of end of school film Where it was like Like The amount of just like Ah oh, could've done better Could've done this Could've done that right. it was like Wait but my intentions uh, My intentions were Totally there Right. going into it and then you lose a little bit of sight from them you know like uh yeah y- because you get tied up in the end product or whatever but whatever
1: well exactly i think that, like you have such a vision and then i had so much attached to yeah. it because i had my actual feature that that was the whole thing and everything was riding on if this doesn't get made then mm-hmm. the feature won't get like i just had way too much writing yeah. on it rather than letting each thing be its own thing I'm and so the whole point of the short was to be like I said how the other film of the feature and which I wrote and will always be a work in progress but that's the story that I've been working on I mean I feel like my whole Sure. So that I feel like that's like my opus. Yeah. And like I just I can't believe this story hasn't had people love cult. I almost felt cheesy at first. I was like, oh, I'm writing a cult movie. But to me, I was like. This is so much more than that because it's like sci-fi yeah. and super sci-fi. You know, they were like a, a rocket ship's attached to a comet going to God. You know, all these kinds of crazy... Well, things.
0: is there a 10-second version of like what the story is? Like the yeah. actual story that you're writing? so the, Just so people understand.
1: The Heaven's Gate cult uh, was run by Marshall Applewhite. And he believed that there, you know, there was a chosen group of people mm-hmm. that... Uh, we're gonna go with God. Yeah. And he came up with eventually that they're on the Hale Comet that was coming. There was a rocket ship attached that they needed to get onto and go to God. Mm-hmm. Their bodies were vessels, essentially. Great. Um, Mere vessels. And so they kind of all had, they lived in Rancho Santa Fe where I grew up, right next to there. So that's how I knew all of this. Yeah. I was a kid. I was really young. And it was very, you know, crazy at the time. And they ended up eating. Uh, applesauce, poison, you know, arsenic applesauce, and what was really iconic, there's a lot of iconic imagery that they wore these like uh, Nike sweatsuits and, mm-hmm. and shoes and were all in bunk beds, and like it was really bizarro, and there was one surviving member that had left right before and been kicked out, and he had come and had tapes about them committing suicide. Yeah. And so it was, and he wrote a book afterwards, and like he had denounced it, and then kind of came back and said he was the, uh, the one who was going to carry it on. And so I read this book, and I was like, this has to be. I just don't yeah. understand. I'm like, as far as cults go, I think this is the most fascinating because I think the sci-fi, yeah, if anything has a sci-fi element <laughs> in addition to like religion, sure. Sure, 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 sure. to me there was like a lot of Star Trek elements and things like that that I thought were like. To me, it just felt really iconic. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm shocked. I think that some people maybe have tried to option it at some point, but no one's ever made it.
0: So, well, you could you be a first.
1: And if Alan Arkin is interested, I would love <laughs> him to play Marshall Applewhite. <laughs> Mr. Alan uh, Arkin, if you're so, listening right now. But yeah, that's that's been my thing i have plenty of others but that's the one that's always pressing like i'll never abandon that there's yeah. plenty of things you write that are like awesome i wrote that yeah. but i don't need to make it yeah. if someone did great yeah. <laughs> but that's the one where i'm like i just don't know how this could have been made yeah You're, when your heart's so in it and it has to get made
0: well it's good that you have that because that's like always something like at any given point you could be like Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm
1: okay if I was 45. You know, it's one yeah. of those things where you hear later and you're like, wow, like they've, they've had the script forever and yeah. tweaked it a million times.
0: James Cameron and, and Avatar or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Until the technology's made or something <laughs> like that, where like you made technology to make your film. Yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if Avatar is good or bad. Congrats. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my
0: Your big thing. Long story long. Long story.
1: <laughs> long story long.
0: So well to use so to use that as more uh, now like a transition point into like the more like existential like, yes. side of, of, of things is uh so so is there I mean projects aside, like careers aside, jobs aside, whatever side I mean, or any of that included on the same note, is there like a particular like dogma or statement that you're like after like could you could you sum it up? And I'll, and there's no there's no it behind it like could you sum it up in just like a this is what I'm after like this is what I'm trying to do like projects you know like anything aside or anything included like just as an in general thing.
1: That's a really good question. Oh, that's tough.
0: Mm-hmm. I know it's yeah. not it's, it's not supposed to be easy.
1: Well, I think that the things I'm always attracted to, I love. Following, I think what I often write and maybe just realized recently is following like a solitaire character Sure In like a really, not massive world, like a lot, in a huge story So it's not as much plot driven even though there may be plot But kind of, I love focusing on like a character Sure I'm not a huge ensemble person, I don't think I can write that well So I always (laughs) love like writing like really you know, one solitary character, and like really in an intense life mm-hmm. or world around them, I don't know exactly what that may mean for the breadth of work, but I think I just really love i I have so much in my brain constantly, and I constantly wonder like how much I spend in my brain and how much I actually spend in reality. Yeah. so when I write, I try to like see how that can translate, hopefully mm-hmm. to reach someone who may feel. Like how do you, how do you get your thoughts? That's what writing is. But also, how do you get almost like psychology out there without trying to make it about sure. psychology Sure, and sure. someone's brain? Whether that's through humor or or you know trauma. Right. But I that might be this might be very vague because I don't know if I know the answer to yeah. this. But I love I love focusing on one character and how the world around them affects them
0: so would you say how do you think that translates into like what you're after and just like life in general like is there like a like do you like like you know like your career and your art aside like like is there like is there a larger umbrella to it or is it really just like a day-to-day thing and you're you're letting the little the little moments you know guide the big ones
1: i think that i want if i can make someone Comfortable mm-hmm. to be themselves or say what they want or laugh or open up sure. by what my actions are, how my actions might open someone up. That's whatever that is. Yeah, it doesn't it, whatever I do, it could be. Me eating something weird. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what it is. If how my actions make someone feel is gonna make them feel like they are closer to the self they wanna be in mm-hmm. front of people, that's all that matters. Yeah, sure. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's me bagging groceries. If I can just sit and talk with someone and know that they genuinely feel comfortable, I'm not making them feel nervous or that I'm more important or I'm more successful or they're more successful, mm-hmm. that two people from wherever they are. You know, can feel comfortable. That's it. Mm-hmm. That that's all I care about. So whatever I can, however I can give that to the world. Sure. I want to do that, and often that comes through humor. Just yeah. because when you can make someone comfortable through humor or talking, but yeah, just making. I love when I can see someone be themselves yeah. and not put on their their guards anymore. Sure, and Not sure. In, not like you have to be. A vulnerable baby, and it means crying or something like you tell me some deep, dark secret. But you know, when someone's like, We're not connecting. Why, are, what, why yeah. are we connecting? What am I doing? Or, you know, anything. Someone's not getting what you read. How do I do this? And so, yeah, just making people almost fulfilling someone else. Yeah, sure. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense. sense. It totally, totally makes my, so, my life goal.
0: So, would you say that you're defined? Mm mm-hmm this is a new question <laughs> the, the, oh, this is something that like i don't even know if i know how to ask it but would you uh, would you say that like you feel like just like the life thing is more defined by the relationships you have with people or more defined by like your own pursuits of something
1: oh the relationships the relationships yeah because i wouldn't have known half of these things doing anything i'm doing if it wasn't how i was with the people sure and definitely. how what i took from them because yeah. it doesn't matter i could be a robot and climb the ladder i yeah. could like i could just go and do that and anyone really can if you just do it yeah so the more i've just like been with people and around them that's given me everything yeah and it in all capacities yes yeah. so that's all that's it because yeah. at the end of the day, what is what does it really matter? <laughs> if I don't have friends or someone to love yeah. or I've alienated my family, you know, New York doesn't matter, LA doesn't matter because if you're who are you doing it for?
0: Yeah, it's true. Who,
1: who am I doing? You know, you can write in personal, but if you're trying to get something and you don't have anyone,
0: yeah.
1: you have to be point oh oh one percent to yeah. get that. Yeah. And I'm just I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. And it's, that's what I would tell anyone.
0: Yeah i think that like that was something like even just me specifically like there was a lot of years and you know even st- probably i'm still on the tail end of it where i really looked at myself and looked at what i wanted to do as like i'm gonna write i'm gonna make and that's where i'll live and die like that's it right and it really wasn't until the last year or two that i was just like no it's so much more about like being with people and being right. and doing things and like i mean there was years of college where like not that i didn't have like any friends at all but i would just actively not go to things yeah active it,
1: isolation it, yeah
0: because I, I was like i need to write i need to do things i need to do things it, it and not that i'm not proud of the things that i've created and and i think that like at the end of the day you know that's like so much what i'm after but it's like even like this the 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 morning that we you know of this day that we're doing this thing is is I like was like okay well I'm gonna go play I was invited to go play ultimate frisbee and I haven't been able to do it for a long long time and and my buddy that keeps inviting me keeps inviting me and uh, I was like I gotta go do this because like maybe yeah maybe I gotta come back and I gotta meet you later and maybe I gotta do a a few other things today but like I gotta go be with people like I gotta like like bounce off of people and meet people and like and and I think that like not that art isn't important and not that like there's a million things that aren't important but it's just like the more you can just step out your front door and just be with people is, like, that's the cri- – those yeah. are the critical moments. Those are, like, the yeah. – that's, like, the – that's it. That that That's the end of the story, right? Because
1: everyone forgets, to you need experience to write. Because eventually yes. you can have a vast imagination, yeah. of course. That's where it all starts, and that's where you're writing – Really needs, but if you're not living anything in life, no. you know we can't expect to sell screenplays at 20 yeah. years old yeah. or whatever it is you want to do. Because and it's hard to, c- it's, to it's hard to
0: consider that. Yeah, of course, early you're like, on I want to be the wonder kid. I'm gonna be the yeah. only one. Yeah. I, I, I this this is something I've I realized you know more recently. I've been saying like kind of as like it's not even a joke because it's the freaking truth is that. I've thought every single year of my life since I was 16, I thought that was the year I was going to be famous.
1: Oh, oh my every god! Every yep.
0: single year. Yep. I thought th- this was the year my YouTube channel was going to take off. I've writing my this, Oscar speech. Yeah, this, yes. yeah, this, yeah, this, <laughs> like this is the year I'm going to get on SNL. This is the year I'm going to do this. This is the year I'm going to have a viral video. And every year is not that year. Yep. Not that every year of my life has been better than the last one, and it's, that's true, but it's been far short of like some weird expectation I had. Right. Yeah. It's
1: so weird, that pressure of, like, it's good because that's what gets, like, yeah. to have goals. But then you're like, why am I, like, pretty much disavowing yeah. <laughs> any work I have because I didn't what? Because you didn't do what? <laughs> like, do you? I remember my dad said something to me, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. And he was like, would you be ready right now? Yeah. Was, right now, Lauren Michaels came to you and said, audition. Yeah. Come audition right now. Would you be ready? No. Yeah
0: you go oh there you go, well, there you go. Yeah. that's okay yeah you
1: wouldn't be ready so why would you that audition wouldn't be useless or yeah. whatever it is you know when i was when that was the thing and you know right. i was like oh right yeah.
0: it's so much there's so much and, and and i think that more and more i'm realizing that like on the deathbed or on whatever you know it's gonna be like the oh man like remember this conversation i had with so-and-so or remember like going out this night or hanging out this night And not those, like, lost hours, like, making... screenplay or something like that and not that i mean the the
1: checks you cashed right
0: those work hours and you know the 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 jobs that like i remember in the memories creating stuff that i remember are the sketch group in college are you know a film i made last year where we're hanging out in the same house for two weeks in chicago like like i don't necessarily think of the work i think of the hanging out with the people and i think of the relationships with people and how that came together as opposed to just like Oh man, I haven't written a sci-fi thing. I really should write a sci-fi thing like that I don't consider that right at a certain point.
1: yeah, like I don't have a pilot right now yeah it's like- you, right and, and then sometimes you, i'm not working hard enough and i'm like i've been working on this documentary for x amount of year because sometimes i go i don't deserve this like, yeah. i'm not a producer yeah. i'm not doing anything and i'm like what are you even saying like just because i'm not bleeding every day my heels yeah. are cracking every second that i'm not working hard enough like i'm like whoa let's like, yeah. <laughs> like give people you need to there's like this weird blood bust for for <laughs> us so many of us to like you know, collect and when yeah, like, yeah. If that's what you're remembering, it's uh, I keep quoting people ridiculously. No, I. Didn't. There was another thing I remember reading George Clooney say: all those movies that you know were the bad ones. Yeah. Those were the most most fun making. Right. The best times I ever had And right. all the ones Academy Award winning ones, which are amazing. But the best times are on those stupid shitty films yeah. where you're with all your friends having a good time. And I just remember reading that. And I was just like, awesome, because yeah. so much of the time you just think like, I only have to hit this caliber. Yeah. I can't make this caliber because that's a right. waste of time. Like, if you made epic movie and had the best time of your life, <laughs> what does cares? it really matter? Like, sure, maybe that's not what you, you know, want to yeah. Call. But I, I, that's like calming because you just hear people you might admire or just who obviously have careers, yeah. and it doesn't even need to be someone in the film industry most people are always gonna say life is far more yeah important than
0: it's it's a it's a weird turning point it definitely is where it's like that like when life and living and doing and interacting and doing things becomes more important than like some other notion of what you thought that was where it's just like and not that like you can't have a fun career and not that you can't like use those things to have fun but that's exactly it is it's like it's like, well, do you? why would you want to do all this stuff that is painful or or hard or stressful or all that? Like, maybe those are necessary to get to some place, but like...
1: Right. You work for 15 years on a terrible show that you hate. And why? That's the worst day of your life. Why are you so doing hopefully, that? hopefully, hopefully yeah. you do this. Cause you, I don't think you need to do that. I don't think you work your way up and you pay your dues, but yeah. I don't think you need to be in the mailroom for 20 years no. to get your script made. Exactly. You just need to... You know, be you yeah. and be try to be. It sounds cheesy, but be true to what you're doing and true to people. And be yeah. real, to, real to people because people will smell it. Yeah, and that's my best thing I've learned from New York is the only reason I have jobs is because mm-hmm. people like me and they choose me for the job yeah. because there's tons of people better than me I am not the best producer but you just gotta be the best person you know I'm not the best editor but that person you know my uh, Tiffany who's like my mom, sister, friend director always says I'd rather have someone who's family than the person who edited you know got the Oscar for editing Sure. you know unless they feel like family because you're spending all this time doing all these things and it's just like that's always gonna win right? I, rather than and I think who's that, the best I
0: think that that boils down to that mentality of like just choosing to do that thing that you're happy about and that you're having fun doing and and uh, uh, a few years ago uh, one of my favorite like musical artists and also a good buddy of mine put out an EP that I felt like the name of the EP like when it came out I saw it and I was like oh, blah, blah, oh okay <laughs> and he, he, he came out with an EP called Feel Good Now and I was just like oh dude like oh dude feel good like ne- like i need th- that's it like that like like why would you like like any day that like and not that you won't have stressful days or not that you won't like have like jobs that you don't necessarily like that you got to do for the money or whatever but at the end of the day if you just like open and close every day which is the idea of like no right now i'm going to feel fine yeah and you won't get there early on in that mentality but like eventually you'll just be able to be like you know what what do i have like i have HBO's Ballers starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson like I'm gonna feel great
1: (laughs) tonight is good tonight's great someone did well someone did well and made Ballers yeah I'm gonna feel good it's true because it's just so easy to just wanna be like what was me white people People." problems. essentially like the worst part of my day was finding parking (laughs) and I'm so mad now my life's ruined but people
0: will feel that in you you know if you're that person And, and so what it comes down to is like giving yourself that good fuel that will burn into something Yes. You know, pleasant and something that people want to consume.
1: That'll give it to you also. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the more you're just like, it's so cheesy, but one of the truest things, the more you give and the more you're yeah. just good to be around. Yeah. That's how you'll learn things because then you actually start seeing people instead yeah. of like co-workers or yeah. people you're on set yeah. with and you know. Yeah. It's it, true. It's so true. That's probably the best thing I learned. Yeah. Because stepping on throats I just why <laughs> maybe like... you'll get mixed in with that crowd where it might yeah. just work but eventually you go plenty of people what have I've i done? worked with who acted like yeah. that and acted like complete assholes on set and had attitudes yeah. didn't matter how talented they were eventually you go well I can't work with them like, right. we can't hire this guy anymore right. like sucks he's the best but gotta get a new DP we'd rather have someone nice than someone who's just like taking you know yeah. shits on everyone <laughs> you know it's just yeah. ridiculous when you think why? Why does it matter? Yeah. I mean, there's four people I feel like who can act like that in the world. Like, there's very few people who I think can just get away with being complete monsters. And right. Even then. It's like, it's not worth. It's it. not worth it. No. Yeah.
0: You're
1: gonna be, ugh. Don't yeah. do that.
0: Well, that was good. Well, I like I I like to to now that we've had this like existential yeah. this like existential <laughs> thing is, is 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 so let's talk about things like completely completely unhinged. From, from from being existential, is do you have what's your favorite movie?
1: Oh my gosh!
0: I know, isn't that this hard? This is so hard. I know. I, I know. every
1: time I like I have this stupid thing like when I'm like thinking to myself uh-huh. going like every time this question's out this question specifically it's a I question. always forget and then I'm go no that's your favorite movie <laughs> always remember that and I was thinking this summer I saw the lobster. Did One you see the, that?
0: Of dude, four times. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Crazy Same, good movie. Probably your favorite movie
1: that might now have become my favorite, yeah. Movie it's an incredible. Like, I really it's so weird when that happens because you always think you can't like a new movie, yeah. It's a fake rule. I have no, I like, it just came out. How dare you but, like
0: but it! But a movie as good as the lobster, people, I mean, I get made fun of like, I mean, not like haha made fun of, but like, I get like, like poked at a lot because I am always recommending things to people. Oh, yeah, like, no, I'm, you're I'm saying, like, I'm constantly recommending things like, yes. like, like there is not one person I couldn't recommend a movie to, and the Lobster is my most recent fascination because I saw the trailer and I sought it out. I, I, I mm-hmm. borrowed it from the internet, um, <laughs> and and it's an it's an inc- I would I would recommend anybody to watch. The Lobster. I said
1: that as well, and I re- I realized when I was doing that too, I was like, oh, this director, yeah.
0: Have you um, seen his other movies? I did Dogtooth, Dude, and I didn't realize
1: I, I didn't, you know, I just didn't know yeah. who directed the Lobster initially. I just went and saw it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Dogtooth!" And I remember when I was talking about it, and I was like, "Well, Dogtooth, you can't necessarily recommend."
0: Did I Dogtooth
1: is like you? It's like a huge parental advisory when you're like, "This is this is going to put you in a dark place." Amazing film.
0: Amazing film. Amazing Do- I film. just recently watched Dogtooth. Yeah. Dogtooth is on Hulu, which is a good.
1: Oh yeah, because they have criteria. is it in the criteria? It's on Criterion. Yeah. Uh, I just
0: the only the I've recommended Dogtooth to one person and it was another dude who was like the Lobster is his favorite movie and I was like you gotta watch Dogtooth.
1: Yeah, I mean I just I what's the best about those two films is true true I mean they're just uh, purely unique. Yes. Pure. Nothing like them. Nothing nothing like them. Nothing like them. And when you see story, it's stories. It's stories. It's not plot driven. No. It's not oh these like crazy composite characters and trying yeah. to get somewhere. It's really a it story. There's nothing like it. Yeah. And that's, I, maybe going back to another thing, like if I can create like that, where mm. it's truly, truly, you know, I would love to write a film like that. Yeah. Where it truly just comes from the, I mean, to yeah. me it's just like imagination. It is. And that was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. And that was probably the first in a long time where it really was like, you know when you see a movie over and over and over again yes. in the theater? Yeah. Yeah, that was really... Because it's so hard to always choose. Yeah. I, I could discuss more, I guess. that. And who needs a favorite at the end of the day? Well, yeah, but, it's, but it, it's It's fun to and, see, like, know, where... I used to say Airbud and then I would sound just, like, super pretentious and <laughs> yeah. a douchebag. I'd be like, Airbud and I was, like, very serious. Yeah. And it became a joke between some friends who enjoyed it. But... <laughs> yeah, The
0: Lobster. The Lobster's great. That the Lobster just And wow. a good companion piece that I would recommend to you with The Lobster is right around the, the theatrical release to The Lobster, Colin Farrell was on the Nerdist podcast, and he talks about it a little bit. It's really interesting. Okay, that's good. Um, the Lobster's a great movie. The Lobster... I'm glad you mentioned The Lobster, because yeah, I love, I love I've
1: been non-stop. I actually... Since I've been kind of weirdly uh at a lull of work this summer essentially unemployed i made it my thing to only spend money on going to the movies so i've seriously seen every movie like including bad moms yeah (laughs) like so i was just like on this like crazy which was awesome because it reminds you of like i've always been someone like see anything because you yeah. can see, like, not? pets, and yeah. it could be the best animated film. You know, yeah. you see anything and everything. Because you'll gain something from seeing of it. Course Especially you if you're always, a filmmaker or creative. Yeah, yeah. you always learn, because you. it always helps my writing, because I go, wow, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have done that. Or, oh, yeah. that joke, or something like that. Totally. And so that's been really fun this summer. That one was, you know, and, you know, documentaries, trying to be a better documentary mm-hmm. <laughs> filmmaker by seeing more. Um,
0: yeah, that's something I don't really do too much. Do you want to, do you consider yourself someone that, like, do you want to do documentary, like, as more of a serious thing?
1: I love, doc. I, I, what was fascinating about kind of falling into it, mm-hmm. I, I always loved documentaries, but I don't think it was, like, I never was fully attached to it. I feel bad saying it this way, but it's also funny, like, I always like, oh, Kelly, you're working on a documentary. I'm like, it's not like lesbians in Darfur, where, like, <laughs> came down on a plane, yeah. like, saving lives, like you know those are always great but like you know I just love the storytelling almost like uh, cinema verite yeah has always been something I'm attracted to which I think is why the experimental thing of like set in just like immediate here it is now as as minimal you know because I either want to go like full sci-fi or Or... like I think that was like what was cool about the lobster because it like Felt real. Felt super Something about real. it just felt like yeah. it was very grounded in as much chaos and like yeah. nonsense it was. It just felt reality. But, anyways, that was just. I started to draw more to documentary through that. I mean, there's all kinds. That's what's sure. kind of cool about documentary. Just like any film, you can get the mm-hmm. one forks over knives about food and then you're scared to eat meat ever again. And yeah. then you get Amy <laughs> and it's incredible. And, you know. Tells the story of someone's life where you already know what happens to Amy Winehouse, yet you're on the y- edge of your there. seat, wondering really what's going on and learning about someone.
0: Did that win the Oscar? No, it didn't. It, yeah. Not. it did? Yeah. Amy?
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. I'm I don't
0: know. Sure. I not You could say yes, and I would yeah, know. Yeah. Um, better.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say yes. I
0: don't know. I literally know when, when Amy Winehouse died. It was one of those things where I was like, who? I, I don't you didn't know Amy Winehouse. I knew like music like in a very I still don't at all she's
1: incredible I I loved it was like my best friend's mom was like an Amy Winehouse freak uh, So that's like all when I go to her house every day she'd listen to and so I was I mean I'm not gonna act like I was deeply yeah but but I knew I heavily knew about her life so when the documentary came out which was fascinating I knew Kind of, you know, the whole story, but i right. still like, wow, this is when you put it all together in a film yeah. rather than what you in the media or whatever. But
0: did you see the uh Doug. I mean, not to reveal how punk rock <laughs> I am, but did you see the kurt Cobain one a few years ago, like I a did. year ago? I did. That was a sick movie. You
1: know, I didn't like it. I liked it. A lot. I see I got really upset by the footage of uh Kurt and Courtney, the personal footage. Oh, when, they're, when, reason, they're, when
0: they're like really fucked up? And yeah, that, naked, that Something yeah. about that
1: I thought was a weird filmmaking line crossed. I think that took yeah, me out of it. Sure. Just, I just thought...
0: I thought that that was like kind of an... I did need
1: that? Because it didn't do anything. All it was like in there almost to be like attract people to watch it. I don't know. Something about yeah. like it was really unsettling where it's like If someone was like, hey, we have these sex tapes of Kelly, we're making a documentary, it's kind of like, but what's the point? You know, if someone's making a documentary, you're like, but what is that?
0: I I think that, like, there's a certain point where, like, especially in a documentary like that, where I would never want that for my own life, necessarily, but... But, like, there's a certain point where you can only understand someone by those moments that are meant to be personal, right? And that was, like, kind of the point. Yeah. I'm a huge... Was, I'm a big Kurt Cobain guy.
1: Yeah. I was really excited for it because yeah. one of my great friends was like, I said seven times, it's amazing. Yeah. And like, the animation was cool and interesting, the animation's cool. but I don't know. Something about it, I wasn't super excited. Yeah. But when you're a Kurt fan...
0: I'm a big um, Kurt fan. I try to not... I feel like, wait, when you're a fan of Kurt Cobain, there's two types of Kurt Cobain fans. There's people like me that I try to shut the hell up about it. I try to never talk about Kurt Cobain. Right. Because there's so many people that are just like, oh, I love Kurt Cobain. He's just right. like, Right, they have like speaks. Forever 21 shirts. Yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. speaks to me. They have Kurt Cobain written on the back of their like denim vest. And I'm just like, no, Kurt Cobain. Like like Nirvana, I didn't, I didn't like Nirvana that much when I was a teenager. But Nirvana is a band that like, I came to in the last few years like hardcore like I listened to like uh like in utero and I was just like oh my
1: god life changing this is
0: dude I oh like yeah if you're gonna be never mind still does that you
1: need to let their heart have changed you yeah it's Kurt
0: Cobain I whatever I don't want to we don't I don't want to talk about Kurt Cobain um I'm
1: not I'm not a I'm not a a expert a Kurt head (laughs) not a Kurt head is that what they do (laughs) that kind of sounds almost a little dark
0: uh yeah, didn't he shoot himself in the head? Did he shoot himself in the head? Yep. Was it the head or was it like. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or no. was, it was well, a kill.
1: Yeah, but yeah, he. I don't even bother with that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he shot himself.
0: Someone like tells me he very... was shot in the head. I'm just going to believe it.
1: There's theories. I know, yeah. Well, they think Serious. that Courtney Love, like,
0: died, or killed him. Died him. Yeah. Killed him.
1: I also was reading conspiracies the other day that Avril Lavigne has been replaced by a clone. I did. I've yeah. read that. My brother and I were going down deeper. We like, it was like. <laughs> things if you've been abducted by aliens. And it was like, if you're a vegetarian we're like, oh no. Oh no. We were going down and we saw the Avril Lavigne thing and I was like, oh my gosh. Weird tangent. Um, but just in case you guys were
0: one. Just in case. So to close it up, another good closer is uh, so wh- uh, what is your favorite ice cream? I think I don't know. And why? Ice cream? The why is the important oh, part of this. It
1: makes me sick.
0: You don't eat any ice cream. I
1: do. I'm in a weird. I'm like, it makes me so sick. Okay. But when it doesn't make me sick,
0: where are you going for?
1: I like pistachio. Why? I, I don't know. I I that's a good question. Cause sometimes if you get like the really nice kind, yeah, like not like the thrifties, which is still yeah. fine, like a nice kind. What's thrifties? Like a uh, ride Okay, sure, sure, call, sure. Thrifties yeah. or whatever. Um then it's, like, salty and sweet. I yeah. think that's why. Or probably, uh, what's it called? Late night snack. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon's. When that came out, it had yeah. potato chips in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, pretzels, or maybe I'm getting. There's, like, a Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon. I, like, liked it way too much. When that came out, I was, like, oh, oh. I was in high school, so, of course, I could eat, like, nine a day, and it, I would lose weight. <laughs> that was always good. But, yeah, I get so sick. I used to, like freak out about ice cream in the summer because it was like hot milk to me i would eat ice cream in the winter only because in the summer i don't know what that is some weird like it's hot milk that's disgusting Uh. i'm making this question horrible now no it's okay but um cashew milk ice cream is pretty good (laughs) but yeah pistachio for sure and then late night snack that just potato chips and ice cream anything salty you like something involved yeah yeah it's Involve- a comp- yeah i like involved ice cream yeah like i can do vanilla with rainbow sprinkles that's classic but and too then, simple yeah and involved ice cream mm-hmm. i think is probably a reflection of who i am <laughs> some sort of just like extra complicated nonsense okay. <laughs> so good that's my story and i'm sticking to
0: it well that's it man how do you feel how do you feel about it
1: feel good. I hope I, you know, pass this lie detector this, test this, of my life story well, that we don't a, see I'm hooked up to.
0: There's it just to like harken back to you saying like I'm constantly quoting people. I've constantly, everyone's constantly stealing stuff. But like Mark Maron has when he he always ends his like shit by just being like, "So how do you feel about it?" And That's I lo- so I true. love that. I love That's that. So I love true. that because it's just like, yeah, so how do you feel? How do you feel about it?
1: I feel good. good. It's kind of nice. It's weird to like be I'm like being interviewed but not. No, you're like not. Like I didn't either. know I'm like am I supposed to ask him questions back? Well, <laughs> no, like, no, you could. You could have was, that like would, I don't know about this. That could have been an
0: option. Uh, I, mean, no, I mean this
1: is good. It's interesting to look at your life and have your perspectives right. on each other. Well, and also you... to go back on our back on our years. Yeah,
0: well there's I mean one of the reasons I love like doing this and i i've probably said this again in every episode but like is just the like how like whenever in your life have you sat down at a table and just been like we're just gonna talk and distraction free like my phone my ipad has been ding 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 like like during it but like we haven't been on our phones we haven't been on anything we're just sitting and talking when do you when when was the we've never done that right you've never done that just sat it's
1: really i been trying to make a really yeah. great life effort of like don't bring your phone to this type yeah. of thing but yeah you don't it's impossible it's impossible to man. not be like i'm sorry my mom's gonna just yeah to just the, the you know, as if someone's gonna be burning on the street right now yeah, yeah you just don't yeah so it feels good yeah,
0: here we are it makes right.
1: me clear head
0: there it is dude
1: <laughs> so cheers to some more uh club yeah. The club. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Cheers to if anyone is listening. Our if anyone is listening and like feels like they sh- they are compelled to look up the club Long Island iced tea. It's in a can. It's 200 milliliters. It says the can says the liquor is in it.
1: it it's just seriously out of control. Like how this exists. But here we are. It's like it would be on a TV show of like a. Fake, oh yeah, of like a
0: fake drink that yeah. like they made up so. Well,
1: like that Chris D'Elia show, and he'd like bring it in on a case and be like, "What the heck? Look at it, this!" And that'd be like some weird bit, but uh, yeah, hey, I don't really do it. That was
0: a true bookmark, dude. That yeah. was a true, what are those? A bookend. Bookend. Not a bookmark. I um, could put
1: a bookmark and continue this conversation later.
0: Later, there'll be a Kelly. Part, Re- dude. A Kelly Riley returns. <laughs> yeah, a Kelly Riley returns, and there, it right, is about to press the stop button. Bye.